Hello and welcome to the PR department podcast. You're through to your host, Katie Braden, and this is episode 38. So I've had this sort of topic on my list of things to record for going on maybe like two months. Um, and at first I was like, hmm, this is an interesting topic. And then when I came to write notes for it, I was, ju- I was drawing a blank. I was like, I have actually nothing to say about this. But then yesterday I really got into it and I ended up generating like I think the most notes I've ever written for a podcast episode ever so it was obviously in there I just needed two months to you know draw it out so as you have surely seen by the title today's episode is going to be all about PR couples and the reason why I was struggling to get into this one was because to me obviously working in PR and I'm sure others who are aware of you know how this works um it's so obvious when I see a PR couple like it screams PR couple it screams fake um a term that I absolutely love is fomance (laughs) that's one of my favorites um but then I see so much commentary online about these couples and I realize that actually it really isn't that obvious. Um, and even though, you know, people are really starting to clock on, like they're more aware of, you know, PR behind the scenes and PR couples and, you know, fake things going on for media attention. I feel like the general public are a lot more aware of that now. And there is, you know, discourse about are they a PR couple? Are they not? Blah, blah, blah. But people are still fascinated and people are still unsure. So, I thought I would do this episode and kind of run through my thoughts on it all. So when I say fomance PR relationship, I'm talking like the the first ones that come to mind are Emra, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, basically anybody, Kendall, Bad Bunny, Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner. I am realizing that a lot of these are Kardashian based and I do feel like that is not a coincidence. <laughs> um, when I was actually researching for this, um, yesterday Megan and Harry were actually coming up as a PR couple quite a lot which I actually hadn't thought about it in that way before um but that's an interesting topic of conversation um so let's start you know the it really is like a tale as old as time um humans are by default fascinated by love and love stories and storytelling and at the crux of all things PR, PR is essentially a form of storytelling. Um, like if we were all sat around the campfire, the PRs would be the storytellers, you know, keeping us entertained. Um, so there's been a human discourse with this obsession with love stories. Um, you know, let's go way, way back to like Romeo and Juliet. Adam and Eve, Cleopatra and Anthony. Um, And I'm not saying that they were PR couples. Um, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But you get the drift with the the fascination around it all. Um, And a question that I would ask, um, like, would we be talking about either Romeo or Juliet separately if it wasn't for their love story? And I think that really sums up the power of a a love story and b a PR couple like why PR couples 
are such a big thing and are pushed so heavily in our modern day culture, society and media, you know, would we be talking about these people separately if it wasn't for their love story? Um, And I really want you to bear that in mind, sort of, you know, throughout this whole episode. Um, And then it got me thinking to, you know, sort of more old school, like links to Hollywood. Um, And something that came to mind was the film, The Titanic. Like, is it not enough that a boat hit an iceberg in the middle of the sea and sank? Oh no, there has to be a love story. Like the film, The Titanic, in my opinion, was successful because of the addition of the love story. Like, essentially, yes, Titanic is about a boat that sank, but really it's it, it's a love story. Like, when you strip everything away, like, the story that you follow is not necessarily the story of the boat, it's the story of two lovers. You know? It, it, I feel like when I lay it out like that, the reason why we're so obsessed with PR couples is, like, really, really obvious. Another one, King Kong, like, was a giant ape not enough no we needed a damsel in distress um like there's just something about love um and I think you know I'm not um I was gonna say a philosophist that is not a word like I don't know the philosophy of it um or the psychology of it but love is a human emotion that basically everybody can feel and I think that it's a really strong emotion and because we all have some sort of relation to this emotion it makes us feel connected um you know having love stories in our lives in Hollywood in films it's a route for um us to feel connected but also so we that we can root for certain couples you know we get attached to the idea of two people together like you know the idea of love conquers all like we want love to win um we also really root for individuals um you know the way that they are behaving in their coupling like if it's particularly positive we'll we'll root for that individual maybe that's not how they are on their own outside their coupling um would we have otherwise cared about them outside their coupling but we feel really emotionally attached to them um you know it is the idea of love conquers all after all um but it's not only the human connection side of things um you know hollywood kind of noticed very early on that when the actors um, playing out a love story in their films had ties in real life, their box office immediately did better. So a really great example of this is think Twilight, Edward and Bella, Robert and Kristen. You're like, it's this whole idea of life imitates art and the obsession that the love spills over from the film, from, you know, the actors and actresses doing a job into real life really gets an audience going. And I think the reason for that is everybody wants that true love to be real, even though if those actors and actresses are playing a part and playing out this love story and even if they are seeing each other or are together you know behind the scenes outside the film I think people have this idea that their coupling is like how they are in the film like it's this real like it's giving the fantasies that this idea that this amazing dramatic passionate love is you know exists and I think that's something that 
humans really strive for even though we've been proven time and time again that this sort of dramatic passionate really heightened version of love is actually probably really toxic and unattainable um there's still this obsession with it you know chasing it and getting it and keeping it um which is really fascinating um but when these sort of actors and actresses um do end up getting together in real life that is when it taps into the whole idea of the tabloids um because then we have things to spectate things to talk about things to speculate about um you know it turns up it turns into the whole makeups breakups who's cheated who's single have they been seen together but are they together question mark um these are all stories rumors things that people pick up and read and they're really invested in and it's almost like you know when you're watching a new series and you have to wait weekly for the episode to come out and you're like desperate to know the next episode or the next chapter it's kind of like that with these like celebrity sort of tabloidy stories like people are almost desperate to find out what happened next and they're also really really attached to the idea of the I told you so moment um so if you predicted that like you know an actor and actress were together in real life and then it turns out to be true it's this like aha like I told you so moment which is also satisfying to humans (laughs) I don't know why um I would really love to know more about the you know the psychology of this because all of these things are like inherently who we are and it's really quite comical because they actually make no sense and have no basis on survival in my opinion but anyway it's fascinating but it really does help to explain you know the core of why we are so obsessed with the idea of the PR couple and why they're so successful um so again you know spilling into like this tabloid celebrity real life sort of version of your cinematic love story um celebrity couples have been proven to be extremely lucrative over the years like coming back to the Kardashians because as I said in the beginning they seem to have a really strong connection with utilizing PR couples um for attention and also to make money um and the reason why i say this like think about all of the kardashian um wedding episodes um on their show and how much money that has boosted for them like the kim and chris humphrey's wedding i think was like the biggest episode like that they had that season if not ever it brought in so many views so much money um and that is just the you know the, the the showing of the wedding that's aside from all of the like sponsorship deals like when you now look at you know modern day Courtney and Travis their wedding was so heavily sponsored by Dolce and Gabbana I know they said it wasn't but like come on we all have eyes um you know like their whole wedding episode on Disney like that is a massive deal for them um their wedding itself was like a huge sponsorship and I mean I know this is like the talking point of in the media at the moment but Kim then going in and getting her own Dolce & Gabbana collaboration off the back of Courtney and Travis's Dolce & Gabbana wedding like you know it's all tied back into money and deals um I was reading a really good article on Harper's Bazaar about this whole topic um and I just want to read a quote um because it's all about sponsored weddings um and the one that they focused on was nick jonas and uh priyana chopra um their infamous hashtag spawn con wedding 
love that term um apparently included at least eight separate brand deals including ralph lauren gbl audio malibu rum and lime scooter so they literally had sponsored deals for like every single element of their wedding which on one side if you have a following if you are a celebrity and if you can do these deals like for example if malibu rum are going to sponsor your entire wedding and give you like everything you want and more for free no expense to you and all you have to do is like promote them like yeah all power to you like I would probably do the same like who wants to pay for Malibu rum at the wedding when you can have it for free all for like you know an Instagram post or a story like to be honest I do the same thing with my clients for PR events like and that's not a hidden thing like that's quite a commonly known thing when you do a PR event you will do a deal with a food brand or a drinks brand and you know, in exchange for social media posts or, you know, having their logo on the press release, having their logo on the invite, having visibility at the event. So in essence, you just get like a quantity of food or a quantity of alcohol for the event for free in exchange for promotion. Um, And also alongside like the social media stuff, like the stuff that the brand is doing for the food and drinks brand like the logos on things the visibility at the events etc um alongside that you also then get your products or your alcohol or your food in the hands of the influential people who are attending the event so the better the attendees the more attractive it is for the food or drink brand um like you know if a beauty editor is at an event and they eat a really amazing I was going to say protein bar. Why did that come into my head? Like nobody serves protein bars at events. But you get what I mean. And they absolutely love it. Like they've then gotten a bit of like free organic PR essentially by just being visible and being at that event. Um, You know, larger events, sometimes these brands will even have like stands. So like they can have their own team like serving and like creating an experience. Like it really is a collaboration between two brands to like really maximize PR and do an activity that maybe they wouldn't have been able to do on their own and access people who they wouldn't have been able to have access otherwise. Um, like food and drink brands are not talking to beauty press or beauty influencers. Um, so they're tapping into a new audience, new followers, new numbers, new customers. You get the gist. So for, um, for example, Malibu Rum to sponsor the Jonas wedding, um, it makes so much sense because obviously their guest list is going to be like important people, celebrities. Um, so if they're all posting their drinks or even if they don't post the drinks and they just love the drinks and, you know, it's front of mind it's a really great PR collaboration and also it saves the couple a ton of money because they don't have to pay for anything and they can do this nice big glamorous you know thing um with no expense to themselves they're just using their clout and their following and their influence to pay for things so I see this a lot around um and this is quite a niche topic I think uh Khloe Kardashian's kids birthdays (laughs) yeah uh so when we see like these really big elaborate parties that not just chloe or the kardashian kardashians hello um throw and we see you know the full like walkthrough on their instagrams of like every single element of the party and how outrageous and amazing it is and there's always chloe in particular always does a statement that says like I'm so proud of myself that I can do these lavish, amazing, expensive parties for my kids, which like, yeah, good for you. Um, But there's always question over, 
how much did she pay for versus how much is given for free in sponsorship because when you're going around each element of the party and being like oh this company did the food tag 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 thank you this company did the personalized backpacks tag 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 thank you like it it likely is a sponsorship deal um so you know that's just another example of how these sponsorship work um and obviously these sponsorships work in conjunction with events and what bigger event is there than a wedding so yeah that was an explanation (laughs) um so another couple who really uses their back and forth like couple relationship banter flirtation and relationship sell products is ryan reynolds and blake lively um i didn't know this but apparently they both have alcohol brands um and they often use their like couple connection and like banter online to like really promote those so again like how much would we be talking about blake lively's alcohol brand if it wasn't in conjunction with her relationship with ryan reynolds you see um another example is Beyonce and Jay-Z's recent Tiffany's campaign so this one's slightly different because I do actually think that we would be talking about Beyonce and Jay-Z separately if they weren't a couple they are more of like what you may call a power couple however would we be as interested in them like let's go back to Becky with the good hair the lemonade album um Solange in the elevator like all of these events were linked to them as a couple and really sort of like boosted their media attention and following I would say so again it it, even them it's it's relevant um I when I was doing my reading on this yesterday um I read a quote that said that the PR couples have ascended to a realm that is near enough to performance art and I really love that quote in the way of explaining it because it is like especially to performance if you take like Jay-Z and Beyonce for example um what they show us of their relationship also they're very private sort of nine times out of ten but what they show us of their relationship and them as a couple is curated um you know they're not getting caught here there and everywhere we're not getting glimpses into their real life what they present to us is curated for you know maximum PR efficiency so it is they're playing themselves like they're showing you the PR version of them as a couple it's performance art like they're not showing you Beyonce at home in her sweats and Jay-Z like cooking some eggs in the morning no they're showing you the heightened like on stage Beyonce Jay-Z like the celebrity version of themselves and how that looks as a couple which I found really really interesting um so another person who has really like openly played the system actually is M Rata um so after she announced her divorce there was just a f- an onslaught of content from fans who were so invested in who she should be dating and who she should be paired with um we then get to see like courtside photos pap photos of her out with different guys um you know and then the content switches the jury is now out on whether they are for or against that relationship um and this is a point that is actually really interesting in the sort of evolution of a PR couple it means that in the eyes of the media the PR team for whichever celebrity can perfectly curate um the public's response in terms of the coupling because that's also really important like 
if you think about the recent um Billie Eilish thing with um Jesse, I can't remember his last name, I am so sorry. Um, where they had a massive age gap, like he's been renowned for being like not such a great person. You know, Billy's very young, um, fans are obviously quite protective over her and sort of class her as quite vulnerable. Um, the public did not like that relationship like at all. Um they were very against it and I think that would have been a problem for Billy and the whole PR monster behind the scenes in the long term. Um, they've now broken up but I I am guaranteeing that there will be a now like a really positive um, public shift because people really will support that decision. Um, so when we're seeing this sort of MRAP timeline so she gets divorced she's single we then see you know these pictures of her out with different men her team can be and I know this sounds crazy but this really is is what's happening behind the scenes her team will be sort of monitoring the response to each guy so like when she's seen courtside rumored to be dating ex-athlete what's the response to that what's the general content out on tiktok um when she's seen out with pete davidson like what are people saying about that are they loving it are they hating it like is it positive negative um and then obviously this will all be fed back and in pr couple land they will then sort of pursue the one that is the most positive in the public eye because then you have yourselves like a developing love story a romeo and juliet moment where they are invested in the story and the two people who come along with it get all of the clout you know it's, it's really obvious when you break it down um but i do feel people get swept up and they don't realize what's happening um so at this stage, it's really it's a really good time for PRs to test, you know, in the court of public opinion, is this going to be successful for the celebrity involved? Is this going to, like, be a positive move for them? Is this going to boost them? Is this going to get more followers? Like, look at Emrata. Like, she launched a podcast around the time of her divorce and it really has gone from strength to strength because she's been doing all of this PR coupling stuff and she's also openly said that she is playing this game like she's using it the dating the you know being seen out with different men like she's using this to her advantage to really promote herself during this time um and that's what I think is really interesting as well like for years celebrities would never comment on it you know almost try and hide this marketing PR couple machine but a lot of celebrities now are being quite open about it and having conversations, you know, on podcasts and things where they are discussing A, their experience with it or how they're using it to help themselves, which I think is really interesting. Um, so another one that um, is not so great is the recent uh, Taylor Swift and Matt Healy pairing. Um, so I don't think that this is a PR couple at all because I don't think anyone in their right mind would have put these two together in terms of marketing. Um, but if I was on their PR team right now, like the signs are obviously pointing to no, like the court of public opinion does not like it. Um, so I really hope that this is a PR move because then they can sort of like just move away from it and it'll disperse into nothing but if it's not a PR move and they are genuinely seeing each other which I think they are because why would you put again why would you put those two together I don't get it um like I hope that yeah they just move on because nobody likes it no one supports it um yes so another point that I've written down which could be a whole episode on itself but I'm going to drop it in here because I do not want to talk about Love Island for that long um the same thing goes for shows like Love Island like people pair up 
the winner is generally determined by the court of public opinion on who's the best couple and who which couple the public is most invested in so love island is essentially like how pr couples would be put together sort of behind the scenes but like in the in the public realm which is hilarious because people again don't get it um i think they're starting to get it more now like more like ex love islanders are coming out and saying you know i went on the show for a business move like doing all that um and people are not as invested in the show because obviously the producers are picking people who are already influencers or who you know really want to go on for this sort of like business move vibe um so i think people are more aware that it's not real people are not going on for love people are going on for business um and then therefore the public is not as interested in it because it's not real to them anymore and that's when it loses its magic um they also have contracts that the couples have to stay together for i think a year afterwards um and that's because nobody's interested in them as individuals like when they first come out of the show people are invested in them as a couple like speaking about like the winners and the runners-up people are interested in them as a couple no one is interested in them as individuals um you know there are a few individuals from the show that have managed to be successful and sort of like go out and find their own sort of audience on their own outside of their couplings um and the show did give them that boost but i think those are the people who have managed to separate themselves from the love island name so for example like wes nelson who's gone into music and was like quite vocal about not wanting to be associated with love island he's gone on to find fame in his own sort of separate industry he's not really done the influencer thing and then you get like the odd people who did continue on the influencer thing like your maura higgins for example who's like quite a strong personality who has continued that like sponsored post brand collaboration kind of vibe but since then there's not really been anybody on their own who's been mega successful um like the what two of the most successful people who have come out of Love Island were obviously Molly May and Tommy Fury. Um, but again, like, would they be interested in these two individuals if they were not together? Like, Molly May, yes, I think so, because I think she has sort of, like, that influencer star quality. Love Island obviously gave her that leg up, but she was, like, successful in it before she went on the show. So I think she would have had a relatively successful career on her own had she not gone on the show and got this like large following for her relationship tommy no nobody would be talking about tommy fury like i'm sorry he would be so irrelevant um i mean he's this is gonna maybe this was gonna annoy people but i think he's virgin on irrelevant now like hence why he's taking these like stupid boxing matches and like not focusing in his own lane because he's obviously you know taking the money where it comes um but again a really a good example of how they're stronger together um like the couples who have won the show come out and then split like where are they now where are they like we don't care (laughs) you know what I'm saying and I know I keep sort of like making the same point in different ways but I think it's really interesting to have this conversation um like we fell in love with their love um and we fell in love with who they were when they were together not necessarily who they are when they're on their own and I think that's the difference. Like the media is only interested in giving them opportunities together. The interviews are together. The Instagram followers want to see them together. You know, like you've sort of made yourself a product, which is your coupling and your relationship. And that is what is selling. You can't then go off and just try and sell them something else because people don't want it. Um, 
so another point that is again could be an episode all of its own but how dating can literally launch people into the limelight is so interesting and one of my favorite examples of this is julia fox and Kanye west um like let's zone back to their epic dating period like their second date was a photo shoot for interview magazine i think it was if you haven't seen it please look it up because it is a piece of like pop culture legend nuss like it is just i remember seeing it play out and then when she had the birthday party and he bought all of her friend all of her friends birkins and the next day my instagram feed was just flooded with her and her friends with all of their birkins and it was just like the most crazy thing ever um how on their second date as well when they did the interview magazine thing he like styled her and brought all of these clothes and basically like launched her into the public eye with this new like julia fox style like this fashion being that we now have all known to love and obviously like julia fox like once she was given that leg up like don't get me wrong she was famous before but she wasn't a household name now she is she literally is a household name like so everybody knows who she is people follow her people are obsessed with her and she's managed to keep that going again because she does have star quality she's managed to make it on her own but i think that kanye influence and also like launching her as like a fashion icon has really like tipped the tide for her um although like Kanye West is basically a man who's launched a thousand careers in my opinion like Amber Rose for example like I listened to um what podcast was it it was actually Julia Rose's oh my god (laughs) Julia Rose no babe Julia Fox's um podcast Forbidden Fruits which is really good if you don't listen to it you should because it's amazing um but Amber Rose was on there and she talks briefly about her relationship to Kanye and how she was literally like um I think she was like a dancer in the club she was like doing like modeling on the side and then Kanye like met her on a video shoot and then like took her to the Grammys like that same week and that like launched her career like that's how we know and love amber rose is basically because of kanye west and she like fully credits him for that in her in the telling of her story um like now she's a global name everybody knows amber rose even kim kardashian i would go as far as saying and of course she was famous before but kanye west was responsible for her rebrand which took her to the next level and allowed to break into things like for example the fashion industry that she was completely excluded from before like he took her from being reality tv celebrity person to like the level of celebrity that she is today um and that his obviously like his strategy is multi-layered like it's very embedded in fashion and you know all that jazz curating their image but having them together as a PR couple you know it's a huge part of the story like it's just fascinating when you start to dig into it um so to summarize the way that I see it PR couples are absolutely no different from brand collaborations. They're pieced together in the same way. Both sides give different things. It opens doors. It gains new audiences for both people and both financially benefit. And really, at the end of the day, the joke's really on us for caring so much. (laughs) Like, that's that's the crux of it, isn't it? The joke is really on us for caring so much about other people's business. (laughs) 
so I hope that episode was interesting to you um there were so many like seeds that I could have really gone into um so you know head over to uh the PR department Instagram and let me know like if you want me to do longer episodes on any of those things I touched on like god we I think we touched on so many different like mini topics in this episode but as a whole I've really enjoyed like putting this together considering it was something that I couldn't even like put one bullet point down on a page for a few weeks ago um so I hope you enjoyed it I hope you took something from it I hope you found it interesting whether you're in the industry or not um and I will see you on the next one